Good evening, it's Notes from John with the Babble from Bond on Sunday evening, June 14, 2020. Hope everyone's having a wonderful Sabbath day and that you've had a great week. Been a beautiful day today. Boy, it really has been and we're delighted to be able to share some thoughts tonight. Wasn't that a beautiful little song that we heard at the beginning called Be Aware? A Burt Backrack number sung by Dionne Warwick I'd never heard before. But those, they're old school. They're back in our day. Oh, they are old school, but they were really fantastic. And they were. But the, 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 the song that they, they did there is just right in harmony with what we wanted to talk about. But before we do that... I have a shout-out tonight for... We do. Our little granddaughters. We had a sleepover party for them last week. And it was the youngest girls. You're famous for those. Oh, no, they just, we just have a good time. We only do one a year. You're still famous for them. <laughs> and what you do is incredible. Well, we have fun. They're these cute little girls. We dress up as little fairies. And yes, you do. Dress up as, and for tea parties with little flowered hats and pearl necklaces. And they have little lemonade in their little cup teacups and you sit seat them to their chair and we talk about manners my little top hat yeah little top hat and they just get a kick out of that they giggle and laugh and they did they hold on to your arm and they we have our cute as could be yeah they're really cute we had india hadley roe emory kenya and summer little kenya's what two years old and summer's summer's almost two not quite two. two not quite two and so they joined right in, though, and they were cute. And yeah, they were. Cute little girls, and we hope they stay that way. And slept overnight with us, and at least the the four yeah. older ones did. The two babies went home. Yes. But the uh, uh, four older ones, <laughs> and it was late by the time they finally got to sleep. Settled and down. Boy, I'm sure they were a mess the next, well, which would have been Saturday morning. A few meltdowns. No kidding. But that's. It was delightful, and we're having another one. Tomorrow night with the older girls. And that age range would be, what do you mean by older? They're 10 to 15. And we've got five in that age group. Six. Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Wednesday we have the younger boys. Oh, great. Well, okay, so a, a, a nice little shout out to each of those young grandchildren that we had over, and they were so good. and uh, We loved them. We, we just had a... <clears throat> A blast with them. We did. Okay, so tonight we thought we would, we, you know, we've been talking a lot about what are we gonna, what do we want to talk about on these next few weeks of our podcast, and um, one of the things that came up was awareness, and it came up because we were asked some time ago by uh, one of our adult children or or their spouses to to talk about what it means to be aware. 
and and that's a broad broad topic to be aware aware is an adjective and it says from the dictionary the word aware means having knowledge or perception of a situation or fact be enlightened clued in the opposite is unaware yeah. ignorant oblivious Anyway, just being aware of the things around you in so many different areas. Yeah, some of the other opposites of being aware that I jotted down were clueless. <laughs> you're in la-la land. Oh, that's a good one. Maybe you're an airhead. <laughs> you're living in a dream world. Or maybe your head's in the sand. <laughs> and, uh, that, I'm there, so I'm there a lot. Well, so <laughs> so are, are most of us at some point. But what we thought we would just kind of share with you some thoughts that we have about what it means to be aware. And um, some of the, th there's so many topics uh, on which we should be aware, but we've kind of just narrowed it down to a few that we wanted to touch base with you. And I think the first and most obvious for us is that we ought to be aware of the feelings and needs of others. others. Like the song said at the beginning, there are people who are cold. cold. And do we do anything about that? I hope we do. Yeah. People who don't have food. I Hopefully we're all contributing to food banks and that we're just aware of those who are in need. And the, and, and the feelings of others, even though they may not necessarily be in, a, in physical or financial need, but the feelings of others that can be... be hurt so easily well that's right if you if you look at people who are down or depressed and if you maybe you don't care but that's not helping that you're not being aware well yeah it, it certainly makes a difference if you care if you care and you're you're much them. more inclined to be aware of the feelings and the needs of those around you and that, you know, as I particularly think about the feelings and needs of those around you, I think about you. I need to be aware more than anything else about your feelings and about your needs and be responsive to those. Well, and I need to be able to do that and also be able to try to validate your feelings so that I can understand and you understand you that I know I, how you're feeling and the same with you especially if one doesn't communicate very openly their feelings sometimes you have to makes be, it harder be aware of certain triggers that you get to learn and know that will help you be aware of the other person's yeah, feelings. if you don't hear it through the words, words you you take cues from body language from eye contact from crying their demeanor <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, all kinds of oh, there's all kinds different of things different things, things. but if you're not paying attention and being aware you'll miss it paying attention and that's really kind of what it what it means is that we got to we got to be willing to to make the effort to be aware i know you used to you've reminded me uh, a hundred times a hundred times about <laughs> And, I, and it, but it was so true. I, I would oftentimes come home from work uh, when our children were young. I was tired. I, I was, I was going to be going back to the church or to the church, and 
you know, a half hour, an hour, or something like that. And so I'd sit down in, uh, in the living room in a chair and read the paper for a few minutes. The kids would come up to me, Dad, and they'd start babbling. They about were so excited to see you. This or that and the other. And, and I was excited to see them, but I, I, I just wanted to take a few minutes and, and unwind. But parents don't usually get that opportunity. And what did the kids say? What did they say? What did they They'd come to me and say, Dad isn't, listen, isn't talking to us because he's reading the paper. <laughs> yeah, I was unaware. Yeah. And I, I should have been more aware of them and of their needs. Their needs in terms of me being able to respond to them and have them share with me what they wanted to, had, had experienced or what they were concerned about and now, I didn't do that all the time, mind you, but there were plenty of times that I I was unaware. Well, and just even a mom. I, I was guilty of that as well. You just get tired of their constant mom, 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 or they're wanting this or wanting that, and you just have to, to maybe take some time to be aware of what they're feeling and that they need some talking to or some time just to hug or... A, uh, it's hard to do because you get worn hard. down. You get worn down. You get worn down as a parent with those. I, I saw it tonight uh, when we were uh, having dinner, and this one one of the little grandchildren came up to the parents and was saying, "Mom, mom, mom!" And the parents' response was, "I don't want to hear you say mom one more time." <laughs> and I I don't blame her for saying it because it was it got on everybody's nerves. Maybe got a, oh, it didn't get just, on mine. You, I'm just, I just, I can just you tune it out. tone it out, tune it out. Because that's what you kind of have to do sometimes with kids. Well, the overall anyway, uh, yeah. point is that we really need to be aware of both the feelings and the needs of those around us, especially those in our families. Well, then after your families, it reaches out to your neighbors. If you're not, so many times people say, oh, I just, they don't know what's going on in the neighborhood. And you find that someone has had an accident or someone has broken a leg or someone has been very sick and you're not aware of it because you haven't been concerned about your neighbors' lives as well. Well, that's certainly true. And Neighbors, and it, I mean, it extends it's to extend to as several. far as we can extend. So I said, there's so much you can. There even, is. Even the kids at school, if you're not aware of someone, of looking around, if you're just sitting at your own lunchroom table talking to your friends, and you're not even looking around and being aware of those around you that are by themselves, that are yeah, sad, that are right. lonely. That's right. So it can be. It happens every day. Every day. In every school. In, in every workplace. But that's why I said, too, we wanted to bring this up for our grandchildren especially, too, so they can be more aware of people around them and that they're not just so involved in themselves in their own little world that they can reach out. And they do a pretty good job, most of because, them. Because so really, when you stop and think about it, as I, uh, you were talking, w when we're not taking the time to be aware of others, we're more into ourselves. We're, we're selfish. We're just into ourselves, as opposed to trying to be more open to seeing what's happening around us in the lives of others. A little more compassion. And, and perhaps how we can help and how we can treat them with 
with more respect and love and kindness and encouragement. Well, another one that I thought was just so important is that we need to have a clear awareness of the blessings from God that we receive in our lives every single minute of every day. And you know, it's that gratitude. If you can think of that every day and think of the many blessings that you've been given, some of the sad things, some of the things that are bothering you can be helped by remembering how blessed we really are because there's always going to be someone that's worse off and someone that's better off. And you just have to think to yourself how grateful and how blessed you are to get you through each day. You really do. And being able to acknowledge the hand of God in your lives. Uh, I, I think of that little that little story about the guy that says, you know, I, I don't ever get any help from God when I pray. And and then I was, he got on a cliff and was fall, found himself falling on this cliff, calling to God, God, help me, help me, help me. He fell and he fell right onto a tree that was just sticking out of the rock face of the, of the wall. And he said, never mind, God, I found a tree. <laughs> completely, well, completely unaware of how the hand of God was involved. And that can happen. I mean, you could be studying for a test really hard. And you think, well, it wasn't God that helped me pass this test. It's because I studied, studied hard. I yeah. studied hard. And yet there are those. I remember when you were so sick taking the bar law exam. exam, a bar exam. We were all sick with a terrible flu. Thank goodness yeah. it wasn't the COVID flu. But it was still pretty um, debilitating. We were down in bed and you had to crawl out of bed and go take that bar exam with your head on the desk just oh that was that was horrible it was horrible but you passed and we know it it was the hand of god that helped you pass because we needed the money at that point no that's <laughs> that's really so. the truth so well so being aware of the hand of god and the blessings from god in our lives i think is just so important for us to acknowledge uh, him in all that we do. It's very important. Um, another uh, thing uh, that we ought to be aware of is uh, current events. I Instead agree. of, again, kind of burying our head in the sands, we ought to be aware of what's happening around us in our, perhaps our own street or our community or our state or our country. And, the, of course, that comes to mind right now because of the uh, the protests and, and all that is coming about from racial discrimination that uh, uh, is is really at the forefront right now in our country. And yet there's so many that say, oh, I don't want to watch this. So they turn it off and they, they bury their head in the sand and say, I don't, I want to live in my bubble. I don't want to be aware of what's going on in the world. And they don't listen to the news. They don't read the, the paper or magazines or, or even... Uh, some talk shows or whatever. I know when I was younger with the little children, I was so involved with the children that I, would, I wasn't doing all that. And I found myself thinking, wait a minute, when I'm out talking in conversation with people, I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> and I thought, that's, oh, good grief. No, I've got to be, it was embarrassing. I had to go home and be a little educated and 
take the time take the to become time to be aware, aware of what's happening of what's around happening us. So that you are at least look <laughs> look intelligent, maybe. Yeah, and at least you can converse, converse on with these topics, topics and you can teach when the opportunity to teach yes, comes, comes, especially to your family, your children. Well, related to being aware of cultural events is also being aware of cultural issues. Now, there was a classic little example. Uh, you know, of course, the uh, as we're talking about the racial discrimination, uh, that so many protests are being uh, conducted across the country. Um, for quite some time now, there's there was a, an issue about people that would uh, blacken their face uh, as if they were uh, dark-skinned. And, um, and now, of course, that's really frowned upon because it's offensive to those that are black. Well, uh, one of my grandsons went to a football game not too long ago, and it was blackout, blackout night. night. At the U. And he just wasn't aware of that cultural That's issue, not not in any way, and and just out of out of being having fun and not thinking anything about racial issues, issues, he blackened his face and came to the football game. The word black or for the game. And people game. sitting around us um, were aware of, of what he'd done because he'd seen it, and I had three or four people comment to me about that. And I said, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's, he was simply unaware. He wasn't aware. And, and some of that, of course, we as parents got to be able to, to help uh, our children understand these cultural issues. And, and the words that we use that uh, are associated with cultural issues. Yes. That we have to be careful, careful about. What we grew up saying is not acceptable anymore in so many ways, and we have to make our grandchildren or children aware of these issues. And oftentimes, again, I, I, I say, like, like it was with my grandson, it was completely innocent. And when he learned it, when he, he, he went home and talked about it with his dad, his dad explained to him very clearly and well why it was offensive to some people. And of course, then he understood. And, well, you have uh, to teach a lot. You have to teach well, sure, and sure. educate and open these conversations up. But don't, you know, with your children and not brush it under the rug saying, oh, they're too little or they're too young. That's what I've loved about with our having um, Alex in our family. Our, our, our little children, grandchildren just don't see color. Yeah, they don't. They just see everybody. But anyway, they're aware. We're striving to have them be aware. Another thing that we need to think about in terms of awareness is we need to be aware of what people expect of us. What's the standard by which people are expecting us to fulfill our calling or fulfill an assignment or, or fulfill a responsibility? What's expected of us? We need to be aware of that. If you're not aware of that, you're not going to do much about it. I love the quote that says, self-awareness is the key to self-mastery. If you are self-aware of what you're doing, what's expected of you, 
you have a much better self-esteem and you know what you can accomplish. Yeah, that's true. Think about the being aware of, I love this one, the beauties of nature. That your surroundings, be aware oh of your gosh, surroundings. I, I, I shared early on in our podcast an experience I had with my dad. He was driving me to, to school. I think I was probably a, a sophomore in high school. And and we were driving down the street and there was this this tree. And my, my dad said to me, John, look at that tree. Isn't it gorgeous? I thought, what tree? I didn't, I mean, I didn't even, I wasn't just, aware, I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any clue of what he was really saying to me. But if you were an artist. True, I would might have seen it with a very different set of eyes. But now, now. Is it because you're I, old? I drive down that same street and I'll say to my grandchild, look at that tree. Isn't it gorgeous? Yeah, you wanted to be aware of, I like, I love going up in the mountains. Just as I'm driving down the street, I'd love to look at the mountains. I love to go out at night when it's quiet and just look up at the sky. And I'm just filled with emotion of this big expanse of universe, this planet of what we've been blessed with. And I love to um, listen to airplanes. Do you, yeah. you don't even notice them, do you? Yeah, I do. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I do. I love to stop and close my eyes and listen and think, oh, someone is going somewhere. I'm aware of that. Or um, flowers, looking at flowers and how beautiful. Just, just to be aware of our yeah. beautiful surroundings. How about being aware of the balance in your checking account? Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Please be aware of your financial status, especially the balance in your bank account or your checking account so that you're, you're careful that you don't find yourselves in an overdraft situation or, and create other problems because of it. Being aware of your financial circumstance. Another I thought about, what about being aware of what others think of you? Well, that can be a fine line too. It can be because it can be, you can take it uh, yeah, too far too and far worry and about worry, what others are thinking, and of that you. can paralyze you. But on the other side, if someone were, if I were to say to you, and you weren't even aware, Bonnie, do you realize how much they love and respect you? Okay, well, you can. What would that. what would that do to you? Well, of course, it would make me feel better. Make you feel good, and and how would that affect? how you react to those or your interactions with that person well of course that would help but then again if i did something wrong or made a mistake then i would feel it's a problem isn't it's a it problem i would disappoint them i think oh i'm not as great as they think i am or as nice as i think they it think goes, i am or goes back to what what is it that people are expecting of you yes <laughs> Twice. Yeah, sure. That can go both ways. Yeah, it can. And, um, but I thought in that same context, uh, are you aware of how much others love you? I think about for you as we were talking today in our our little sacrament meeting to get together that we we held about how you have influenced and affected 
all these people that you never <laughs> knew before, all of our missionaries that loved you so, and rightly so, and these sisters in the temple that came to love you, that never knew you before, all these brothers and sisters that were in the singles program that you were so kind and genuine and understanding with, and these little kids that you taught, and all the primary oh, kids. Oh, nice. you're But that can but, go but many, many people if, if, you, uh, if you're aware, at least, of how some of these people feel about you, then one, it, it, it certainly gives you a sense of uh, confidence and gratitude. But you, you ought to be able to know how, how they love you. Because again, it kind of helps to set a standard for us by which we, we conduct ourselves. Oh, that's nice. But it can go many ways. Well, awareness can go on and on uh, in other ways and other issues. But I think it's also one that I wanted to comment was we have to be aware of how we're speaking to our youth or to our um, teenagers, to adults. I know when I was working with young children so much, it was hard for me. I had to be aware of who I was talking to as a, with the teenagers or when I'm talking to teenagers so a lot and then having to go down to younger children, you have to be aware of their age their level. level, their level, and how you can talk to them. And when you're speaking in a church function, to be aware of what you're saying. When you're in a business meeting, to be aware of what you're saying professionally. You just have to be aware of the issues that you're talking about, not bringing in something that doesn't apply. Or And so the way for us to become more aware of uh, many things is it's just a self-awareness. It's opening our eyes. It's looking and seeing what's around us. It's being attentive to our circumstances. It's being attentive to other people and what they're saying, what, mm -hmm. their, what their needs are. It's being aware and sensitive to uh, animals, for instance, yes. to the environment, uh, to lots of things that are so important in our daily lives. That helps you to become a self-master. It does, and helps you overcome the, you know, selfishness. It helps That's us big. to overcome. Helps you to become meitis me and and really more humble, more gracious. Really look to the commandments of the Lord, which said. What's the great commandment? Well, it's to love the Lord the God with all your heart. And the second is like unto it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And how can you love your neighbor, Bonnie, if you're unaware? Pretty hard. Pretty hard. Well, there you go. Those are our thoughts on awareness. And are you aware? I'm aware of how much I love you. Indeed, I am aware as well of How my much love I love for my you. family and my Savior. Are you aware of how much I love you? That's the question. Every day. Oh, be good. Yes. Good. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll kind of finish off as we are playing underlying, underlying our, our words this last few uh, um, parts of this song, Be Aware. Be aware. 
But hope you all have a wonderful week and uh, stay safe, be careful, um, but be aware. And an added note, we hope that our children, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, we hope you are aware. And our missionaries, too. Of how much we love you. We sure do. That's all on Notes from John. With a babble from Vine. Have a great week, everyone. Yes. Good night. Good night.